Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hello again, it's Crew Call, presented by Flow Racing. Flow Racing, the new home of NASCAR roots. You can subscribe at www.flowracing.com. Steve Post from Motor Racing Network, Pit Road Reporter, and 25-time winner and championship-winning crew chief on the Cup Series, Todd Gordon is here. Hello, Todd, how are you? I'm good. 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 What a what a weekend of racing. Yeah, what a weekend of racing at Talladega Super Speedway. Um, if you would have told me that we will go the final stage without a caution, yeah, I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have put. I, I'm not a gambler, and I would not have put anything on that at all. The only 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 way I would have believed that is if you had a wreck like they had in the Xfinity race back in like O two or O three, oh, where there right. were nine we cars like nine left cars. on the lead lap. Yeah, but that would have been. Yeah, yeah. I, I would not have guessed that uh, that we'd have gone green flag the whole end of the race, and and really. Pretty good racing all day. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I want to talk a little bit, start kind of our little chit-chat here. Um, the Trackhouse Racing Team, particularly the one team, uh, Phil Surgeon, and we, we've, we've chatted with Phil. We had him on a, a, a few weeks ago here, and Ross Chastain. You know, they get that win at Coda, and that's impressive. Getting your first win is impressive. I still contend that what they did at Martinsville, 26th or 25th to 5th on a track where nobody could pass, I still contend that that might be uh, maybe their best best performance this year um, that they've done. Talladega, we all understand Talladega is survive to the white flag, put yourself in a position, and they did. They are, whatever the challenge is, they are checking the boxes each and every week. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And, and they've been... I mean, second place finishes, second and third place finishes throughout the season. Yeah. I mean, it was before he got the win at Coda. He'd been top five in about every race. It seemed like tons of speed there. They've they've maximized on the opportunity of the next gen car and and done a great job so far this year. And and really, uh, they've they've been a, a a surprise, I would say. Yeah. In the in the Cup Series, I won't say Justin Marks has done a great job with it. Obviously, bought some of the resources of of Chip Ganassi, which sure. was a a, a decent cup program but uh they've definitely elevated the program both uh both the 99 with daniel suarez has run well yeah. but but obviously the one car with two wins and all the top fives he's had uh ross and phil have done a phenomenal job they really truly have another team and and had the chance um the folks at childress uh opened up their um their motor coaches on sunday morning uh, to a brunch a little media and you want the mrn crew there you get a brunch <laughs> you put some food out and the food was spectacular by the way but had a chance to talk to richard and i i forget about that conversation i said i want to talk to todd about this as well richard shared in, in in our visit there that you don't always have speed in this sport you know no, there, there's, there's speed and there's execution. And the elusive challenge to find speed will impact the execution. Richard said, we have found the speed in the race cars. Our cars are really, really good. The three car, the eight car, um, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, really, really good. They're coming off two second place finishes in a row. Now, Richard said, we need to be better executing these races. Speed and execution, it's a, it's a, it's a, Tricky combination to get to. It is, and and definitely, if you're missing one, 
as a crew chief and, and you want to be able to sleep at night, um, you want to be missing execution. Yeah. Because speed is elusive and finding it, you know, as 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 we've talked about in the past, it's a uh, speed is always, you've got to understand how to make speed. And so if your car's making speed and you've got, you're not calling the right race or your pit crew has issues or, or the execution or you're just not thinking the right way, those are all things that we know how to fix. Right. So those things we can go to work on. Right. Uh, the speed's sometimes not one that you really can know where to go find it. So having speed, you can clean up execution and, and that can happen in a matter of four or five weeks. And then yeah. if you've still got that speed, you've got, you've got success. So um, they've got speed. I actually totally the Chevrolet camp. Well, yeah. I feel like the Chevrolet camp has, has really dominated the, uh, the, the, the year of, of the, the next gen car. Um, I, I don't know where that comes from, but uh, uh, you look at it, we've talked about the Toyota, tr- you know, challenges through the season and sure. really, Ryan Blaney's led a lot of laps and run decently for Team Penske, but outside of that, I don't think that there's there's a lot of Ford stuff that you can you can jump up and down about. Is to they're really strong and going to win races soon. So um, the Chevrolet camp has really dominated. Whether it be the Hendrick guys well, that, yeah. that have been really strong, uh, the RCR guys as you talked about, Austin with two two straight second place finishes. Uh, and, and the Trackhouse guys. Really, that's yeah. their three key partners, and they've done really well this year. Yeah, it's almost like they've done well. because, And, and then you look at how many bullets they have in the chamber, you know, because uh, the th- three of the Hendrick cars have won. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the Trackhouse cars have won twice there with Ross. It's almost like, um, you know, if 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 Hendrick, William Byron this past week, he, he and, and, um, and, and even Eric Jones to some degree. Eric yes. Jones, they've, been, they've yes. been really good as well. California had a great run and yeah. was, with leading coming to the trioval here in yeah, Talladega. Absolutely. And when you look at that, and the thing of it is, is with all of these Chevys running well, when he zigs to go block another Chevy, Kyle Larson, there's another Chevy, Ross Chastain, that's able to go by. It's like all those bullets in the chamber, they really seem to have the program together. Yeah, definitely. And and you know, I know the other organizations and other manufacturers are working hard at, sure. at getting caught up, but just uh uh, you know, when you have new challenges like this and new opportunities, with with change brings opportunity. And I feel like I feel like the the Chevrolet camp has done a good job of ac- maximizing the the first ten races. They really truly have. And uh, speaking of Chevys, we're going to talk to Rudy Fugel today uh, from over at Hendrick Motorsports, one of the really cool guys in the garage area. Can't wait to can't wait to catch up with Rudy. Two wins for this team this season. They're off to a good start as well. Yeah, great start and a, a second year with uh, with this yep. group and and. Uh, history with William before that, but it'd be good to talk to him about that as well. Absolutely. So Rudy Fugel will join us here on Crew Call. Uh, I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to Flow Racing, the new home of NASCAR Roots. Catch the Nail, uh, Will and Modified Tour, Arkham Menards Series, Pinties, and NASCAR Weekly Racing. And uh, this week, we have Arca East from Dover Motor Speedway on Friday afternoon on Flow Racing. Weekly Racing, South Boston, Berlin, Hickory, Langley, Bowman Gray, Meridian, and Evergreen. So, flowracing.com, the new home of NASCAR Roots. You can subscribe today at www.flowracing.com. Stay with us. Rudy Fugel, he joins us next. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defined 31-degree banks like this one on Turn 4 in Daytona, then we want you. 
Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on Motor Racing Network. Let's go over to Hendrick Motorsports. Joining us, Crew Chief for William Byron on that number 24 car. Rudy Fugles uh, joining us. Hello, Rudy. How are you? Hey, good morning, fellas. It's uh, good. Good, to have, good to be on here, and thanks for having me. Good to catch up with you, I would dare say. A couple of wins this season. Um, seems like you guys are off to a fairly solid start there with that 24 team. Yeah, no, we've been uh, pretty happy. Uh Look, looking for a little more consistency in some of our finishes, but uh, two wins is great and um, had a lot of speed. So uh, consistently uh, working towards uh, being a great team and, um, you know, pit crew, driver, spotter and, and uh, mechanics are all building great cars. And I'm just, uh, just, just happy to be uh, working on this car. It's a uh, next gen car is turning out to be a lot of fun. Um, a lot of different things, which makes it interesting. And um you know, something new every week. So just, uh, it's, it's just great start to the year. You talk about, uh, you talk about the, the, the impact of all of the different facets, whether it be driver, crew chief, uh, pit crew mechanics, how is that chemistry building second year for you at a hundred motorsports? Yeah, it's really good. Um, just getting to know everybody a lot more, um, had a couple changes in the off season, but not too many, um, you know, and just, uh, really trying to build that chemistry, like you said, of, of getting to know everybody in, in the, you know, engineering, uh, everybody that stays at the shop and then, you know, people from, from General Motors and Chevrolet and, and just, uh, building all that, that chemistry and, um, it, it's working out really well. I think the, one of the big factors for us was doing a lot of off season testing, you know, it really, really helped us connect to this car. And then as a team, you know, just, uh, you know, we were able to be a part of pretty much every test session. So, um, just that, that chemistry itself is, is awesome. You know, we used to, Back in the day, you used to do that once in a while or, you know, especially in the off season, you could even go to, you know, Hickory Motor Speed where you go to Motor Mile. Or you go somewhere just as a team building type thing. And and so we, we actually got to do that again and it, it, it paid off, you know, it, and uh, it's, it's rolling really well right now. Yeah, the COVID, regu- the COVID restrictions of last year, it made a tough first year for you with not really having even practice, not, not, not only testing, but not even practice for you guys. Yeah, no, for sure. There was uh, plenty of times where, you know, we, we started and rolled off and we're fast off the trailer and then, um, you know, just to start the race, like you said, but, you know, just the, the building of communication, uh, learning the car and just how things work at, at HMS compared to what I'm used to. And, and, um, you know, having that opportunity this year, this off season has, has made things huge, um, you know, getting used to these 20 minute, 15 minute uh, practice sessions, depending on the week is, it's, it's good. You know, it's when, you know, a long time ago, we would have said that's nothing. Right. And then, but when you have, when you have zero practice over two years, well, we're begging for all we can get. So we're enjoying it. Find that balance. That's for sure. Rudy, you had, um, you have, uh, had, you know, go, go back with William as far as, uh, as, as far as the history goes and, and, and that sort of thing and, and working with him on all of this. Um, 
that relationship, you know, Todd had kind of kind of referenced it a little bit as well. He one of the things you talked about in your first meeting with him, we shared this story last year when you came on the show, the Buffalo Wild Wings meeting where you first met him. You talked about him being studious. Um, is he still that same student of the sport? Is it is it evolved? Has it matured over time as you've gotten this uh, this second stint with him? Yeah, definitely. He's uh, I mean, he he loves he loves racing. He loves putting the work in. Um, he he loves being a student of the game, you know. But but definitely the maturity level of of what he's looking at and what he knows is is completely different than it was um, six years ago. So um, you know, being a you know, it, it just has so much more data to look at, um, and then just all the experience. So um, you know, even this year racing different kinds of cars, you come you know, I get text messages late at night. I, I don't see him to the morning most of the time, but I wake up and I reading through all these things that he went through and had fun and doing this and all that. So I start my day most every day with something that he, he, you know, drivers stay up late, crew chiefs work late and go to bed as soon as they get home. So <laughs> I wake up to uh, most of those things and, uh, you know, always, always learning something, always having a nugget for me to, uh, to share with the guys and try to get, to get better on what to look for. So uh, just, just love working with somebody with that much passion to, uh, to get better and, and do anything you can to, to win. I, I hope you fire those, those texts back to him at, at wake up time for crew chief time. Uh, just, just, just so he knows that the clocks are a little different, but, uh, you know, Talladega, uh, won a stage ran up front most of the day. I know you got caught up in that late, that late situation there, the 23, I think blocked you and got you up in the wall, but, uh, solid run for you guys and your whole organization. And, and as, as a, as a competitor to, to your organization, I felt like you guys won a lot of poles. You had a lot of speed. Didn't always have the finishes uh, in the race. All of your cars ran up front and raced really well. Didn't didn't qualify quite as well as we've typically known your Hendrick cars too. But uh, has there been a change in philosophy? Was there a different mindset going into this race, uh, Talladega? Yeah, I think it's been probably it's it's over a year now. Honestly, you know, it doesn't always show up, and sometimes you keep getting poles here and there. Um, and, and, and don't be wrong, you always want to get the we always want to get the pole for the 500, right? Yeah, we, yep. Being on the front row of the 500 is huge, right? But uh, starting last year, we we were trying to figure out how to make our cars, you know, do what, you know, a lot of the, the Penske guys have done. The two and the 22 and the 12 were always really good at pushing and staying together. And and so that's, that's no secret. So we've been working for a long time. And, and it's hard because, you know, you, you race one and then you've got, 10 races off and then you race another one and they get 10 races off. So you don't always, you don't always connect the dots as good as you need to. And, and, um, and clearly uh, I think we, we made a huge jump um, for this race. So just a lot of people working really hard on it here. Um, you know, Steve Berg is one of the best aero, you know, speedway guys ever. And you just continue to work on how to get that, that better. So we can have a car that, that races in a tight pack and pushing and doing that, that, that you need to do to win these races. So definitely an emphasis uh, showed up uh, this Sunday, you know, but it's been, like I said, it's probably been every bit of a year or more that we've been working super hard on trying to get better at that. Rudy, one of the stories, uh, bigger picture stories coming out of Talladega was it was unveiled that Trackhouse, the same winning car at Coda was the same winning car at Talladega Super Speedway. Um, we're all blown away by this. Although when you look at inventory and everything, I guess these cars have got to run somewhere. Is, is that normal is were you know, was, was that an outlier? How are you working as far as, uh, you know, those cars from a road course to a super speedway? Yeah. I mean, there, there's not a ton different, you know, you, you kind of, 
we, we bolt them together and you can get a, a small amount of movement on some of the body parts in here and there on them. But um, yeah, that's, that's common. I mean, and so most everybody has about five chassis now, I think, you know, finally, but at Coda, we were at like four. So, um, so we were able to run our Atlanta car at Talladega. So, but Atlanta was the week before Coda. So it kind of, that kind of makes sense for where they were at in the rotation, you know? So like, uh, like our dirt car from Bristol is probably going to be our 600 car, you know, and <laughs> forever the 600 car is like one of your brand new, everything, the best you can have and you're bringing it. And, um, you know, and it will be, it's just going to be, it, the rotation wise, it's, it's probably going to be the dirt car, you know? So we just have to wipe all the dirt off and, and tell it it's not a dirt car anymore. And it's got to win the, one of the biggest races of the year. Do you, uh, do you see it totally just being the rotation now, uh, that, that it's, it's whatever every fifth race ends up being where it comes back or do you see tolerance deviations within the parts that you might say that this front clip's going to be better here or this rear clip's going to be better here and, and, and kind of pull us apart? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. There's, there's definitely, we're noticing some things there and we try to get the best out of all of those things. And, and, and that's happening. Um, but it's not happening as much as a crew chief and the engineering staff would like it to, you know, just because of inventory, you know, it's, is, uh, you would love to say that one's got to sit over here and that one's got to sit over there, but we, we, we physically still don't have a ton of parts, you know, and then when you go through a, a dirt race and then tell Dega back to back, you lose parts again. So as we start to build up and start feeling good and then, okay, now I'm down a clip two weeks in a row, you know, and, and, and cause that's just those kind of races. So every time you start to feel like you can take a breath, it's uh, you know, you, you're, you get back to where you're a little bit behind. So, um, you know, we had a, a lot of good races um, before we were able to keep cars together and get good finishes. So hopefully we can get back on that schedule and get, get caught up and, and kind of pick through and get the, the best cars at the best tracks. But um, it's a kind of, it's a give and take for sure this year. Rudy, you mentioned, I think in your first answer, enjoying working on this car. And I'm not asking you the specifics, the nuts and bolts and to give away the secrets, but what are some of the characteristics? What are some of the things that you find enjoyable, the challenges with this, with this new race car that we have? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's in, enjoyable because it's it's so frustrating on some of the things that you can't do and you can do and and so that challenge is the biggest thing you know so there's the yesterday was was you know sitting in a room for a long time banging our heads against the wall on how we can make this car you know really like the cars that went one two three four at Dover last year and, and the truth is it's it's not that easy to just take 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 this and take that. Cause there's not enough the same. So you're, you're trying to um, really rack your brain and take as much information as you can to make good decisions and, and relate it to not only last year, but you're really relating to earlier this year and tracks that are the same. So until you, until we run enough of these different tracks and we're running at a lot of different tracks, Dover, Darlington coming up, Kansas is its own little animal, you know, and Texas, those four are going to be huge for us. You're going to see some, um, guys that you think should go run well at those tracks that are going to, they're going to put up a dud, you know, and, and, and we quickly learn how to get better, but um, it, it's, it's surprising, you know, the tracks you think, man, I got this, this makes sense. It'll be like this. And you're surprised, you know? So um, if you, if we stacked up how many times we hit it on the head for practice, it's, it's not as many as we'd like, but we all, we all seem to get better and, and guys rise to the occasion and everybody's race car during Sunday is for the most part is pretty good. So it's just hitting the nail on the head better for practice to have a winning race car for Sunday. You, you talk about, you talk about your one, two, three, four finish at Dover last year. And 
I'll, I'll just, my memory, you know, Hendrick Motorsports has been really strong at Dover, uh, traditionally. That, that's been a place that you always felt that that organization was going to be, you know, up front and, and in contention. And, and there's certain racetracks, you know, you look at Richmond and the Gibbs cars came back and they, that's a place they've run well. They ran well this year. It's Martinsville. There's, there's typical people that can always run well at Martinsville. It's like once they figured it out, they've, they've gone on. Do you feel Dover's that way for you guys that there's kind of a, a thought process and, and mentality to to Dover that at least you, 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 as you talked about, you look for that and try to figure out how to get that back in this car. Yeah. For, for the most part, you feel better than some other places. It felt we, we usually struggle at Richmond. So I feel way better than I did going to Richmond, but um, you know, you, you can take things like shocks and feel like you feel got a good handle on what you need to take and what you had and what you need to take. And um, you know, spring packages, wheel rates, those kind of things that you uh, you feel pretty good about, you know, but still, you know, with no track bar and no truck arms and all that, you're still trying to relate some things that they're, that are just, difficult, you know, so, um, but definitely, definitely feel good about it. Um, you know, Dover, like you said, if you, if you know what parts of the corner, you know, where you need to excel at, I think that's part of it too, is like, not, not, a, it's, it's about how you solve the problem. So sometimes you, if you struggle somewhere, you're like, well, I think I need to be faster on entry, or I think I need to be, have better drive off. And, and you can't have all those things at a lot of these tracks, you know, that. so it's, it's, it's really, it's like, okay, to be good here, I got to be good on entry and I got to be good leaving, you know, and, and the center kind of is what it is. If you get all of them, great. You're definitely going to win the race, but if you can get two of the three, you're going to have a top five car and have a shot to win the race. So you're just, that that's what helps about having good history. I think it not only just the, the nuts and bolts and shocks and springs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, and the focus on, on those points and having a good data point. I know I've, I've done that in the past to have a teammate that's good someplace. You've got data to go back to and, and build your program. What do you think, you know, talking specifically about Dover, what challenges, you know, rise to the top of your head with the next gen car going to Dover being, being, I mean, it's, it's its own creature. I think uh, I talked to Ryan Blaney on uh, Monday night and he talked about it being a wooden roller coaster. And and, uh, I I thought it was a great analogy, but uh, what challenges do you see with this next gen car that, that weren't particularly there last year? Yeah, it's um, a lot of it, you know, it seems like the car, just the, the way the stagger is and the way the transaxle works, it drives off the right rear a lot. So, so you don't have the same contribution of left rear, the right rear power, you know, and how that's applied. So figuring that out and how you apply that to your setup is big. And then, you know, the next biggest thing I think that comes up all the time is how we want to run the car from an aero standpoint, you know, a rack platform and you have those dang, you know, internal bump stops and they seem to, they, they prevent you from running where you want to run. You know, that's what NASCAR put them in there for is to not let the car run too low. And, but we have to run right there at them. And I think that's, you know, with so much load at, at Dover, you're, you're, you're just, you're on the edge, you know, of, of having a, of a tire failure. Um, you see a lot of rear tire failures because the way these diffusers work and, and you, everybody I think notices the cars, the front end of the car is running higher, the back of the car is running lower and that's how the car wants to run. But you end up running right near those rear rear bump stops and and you have a that's why you see so many tire failures this year in the back and 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 so that's usually the biggest topic is i want to run it here um and and how much you know how how much of a risk am i going to take to uh to get that extra three four five counts of downforce um to to maximize the car 
Man, can't wait. I love I love the challenge of Dover, um, but I can understand you guys sitting in a war room trying to figure out what to do all day yesterday. I can imagine that. Rudy, my final question for you, taking it off the track. You shared with us last year here on Crew Call your your enjoyment of hiking and uh, and this balance, this life balance, work balance. We had Brian Patty on last week, and he pretty much flatlined it that you guys are working a whole lot more than you ever worked before. Um, this car has put a lot of hours on you guys. How are you doing with the balance? Balance, uh, you still getting your chance to hike? You 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 managing that all right? Yeah, so he's he's right. I mean, it's it's been the the work week you know, times is so much more this year compared to last year and and ever before. You know, it's uh you know coming in pretty pretty early on Mondays and working late, and then Tuesdays and Wednesdays are really long days. Um, and Thursday morning, sometimes you're still working to to load and finishing some meetings, getting ready pre race meetings, things like that. You're flying out on Friday. So, um, you know, the best, the only downtime I have um, is, is Saturday afternoon. So that's a little bit of a blessing. I've been going um, pretty much every week, going to find a state park somewhere. I was in Talladega. I was in the, um, you know, the National Forest there. Went for a five-mile hike on uh, Saturday afternoon. And that kind of, you get a view somewhere and sit down and it kind of relaxes you a little bit. So um, that was cool. Um other than that, you know, Saturday night and not having to be the track super early Sunday morning is probably the only good night of sleep you get. If you're not, if your race car is pretty good, if, if your race car is bad, you don't sleep well. So, uh, other than that, it's, um, yeah, it's been busy, but, um, still, still got some family things. I've got a, my, my oldest son is uh, graduating this year. He's a senior. So, um, been trying to catch as many baseball games this spring and all of his sporting events as, as I can, but I miss more than I want to. So, um, but we're still get, balancing it out and seeing some. We had a senior night last night, so we got to go, and that was fun. So um, appreciate you asking that. Nice. Good stuff, that's for sure. Rudy, always a pleasure. We'll look forward to catching up with you at Dover and wish you the best up there this weekend. All right. Thanks for having me on, folks. There we go. That is Rudy Fugel, crew chief over at Hendrick Motorsports, joining us here on Crew Call. Stay with us more in just a moment. This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Uh-huh. Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Uh-huh. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10-month-long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off-road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's holdings, LLC. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the new home of NASCAR Roots. You can subscribe at www.flowracing.com. Always a pleasure hanging with Rudy Fugel. He's just always been one of those guys, Todd, that as, as a radio guy, you can go pick his brain and and he's always open, he's always honest, and everything. I, I just I just think he's he's fascinating. And the success he's having. Uh, over at Hendrick Motorsports. I don't know that anyone's shocked. It's confirmation of how good he is. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I knew Rudy back in the 
old nationwide days. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, paths crossed back then. Uh, quality person, uh, uh, you know, thinks his way through it. I think he's uh, he's level. Uh, you don't see a lot of a ton of emotion out of him. And uh, um, I think he does a great job over there. And and, and his relationship with William was prior to his Hendrick right. Motorsports employment. And uh, they've continued to build that. He described it last year uh, on Crew Call. And you can go back on YouTube and find our Crew Call. 